All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Einstein Intim with us, and he is the founder of Moventum, the largest tech summits across emerging markets. He also educates, invests, and supports startups, governments, and corporations via the GSE Accelerators, bridging the tech divide in emerging communities. So welcome to the show, man. Well, thank you very much. And also thank you for pronouncing the last names accurately. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. <laughs> Pumped to have you here. Um, so the first one I got for you, Einstein, is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Uh, the best story from my life that has an underlying valuable message? I would say um, so the, the, the best story, I think, is um, literally when I – in between, literally, I played I played rugby right professionally for the Harlequins and for England as well when I was quite young. And um, before I got involved into that, it was how to describe it. Literally, I I was trying to I was trying so hard to kind of make that work. And when I couldn't play rugby anymore because of an injury, I went around looking for roles and different jobs and different things to make things work. And I think for me, the the painful reality when I started my business around twenty five. That was when I was about 19. I, I realized that I wish I'd started that a little bit sooner. And post, when I stopped playing rugby, when I had that kind of access and that sort of network at the time, not going straight to looking for roles and different jobs and the like, it just, I just started my business right there and then. And that's what, probably one of the lessons I've learned. You know, it's, it's, it's better to start off in some kind of small capacity than to not do it at all and to keep looking for roles. And I think right now it's very important. It's in a the climate we're living right now, that even if you're a full-time or if you work full-time or you even have some kind of job, just starting something in a small in a small way would be great. I could have at least started like a personal training business um, at a time by just focusing on trying to find a role in the city or wherever it was at the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, hey, I agree. I think, you know, just, just start, right? <laughs> like at the end of the day. Um, so my next one for you, what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Yeah, I mean, the most valuable piece of information I think everyone should know is to start looking at emerging markets, right? And I'll say emerging communities too, but emerging markets meaning, of course, like places like Africa, West Africa, you know, North, South, East, looking at Latin America, looking at, looking at um, you know, um, parts of Eastern Europe, Europe or even Asia or the Caribbean. There's a huge market opportunity there. We've made enormous gains from, you know, getting involved in things happening across the emerging markets, like in Haiti or in Jamaica or in Ghana and in Rwanda and Ethiopia. And not many people are looking at it. People are overthinking how to get involved in it, but you can. And if you do get involved in it, there's a lot of partners and networks available who want to get involved. We had Jack Dorsey, Ben Horowitz, um, Tim Draper all come and join us in, in Haiti and in Ghana at different times. And I think if I'd done a program in, in the US or in London where I grew up, it's, 
the metrics are a little bit different. You know, they, they approach, they'll, they'll approach you in a much more serious capacity, whereas in the emerging market is just open to the possibilities of it. So I'd say people should really start looking at it, whether it's spreading your audiences to, that, to those markets, spreading your products to those markets, or just touching base there and seeing what it has to offer you. And there's a lot to be gained. We make gain most of our gain. We've gained most of our profits and revenues from these, from these emerging markets that people traditionally think there's nothing to be gained from. And then what is your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Um, my, the best piece of overall business advice is, uh, well, there's quite, quite a few to, um, to gather. I, I would say <laughs> um, it, it, it goes back to just approaching things in a, in a unique way. Right, right now we live in a world where with social media, with the internet, with everything we have right now, it's, there's so much sort of like saturation of almost everything, but we can still approach things in a unique way. And that comes across leveraging your interest and your background and your skill set. Right. So I know even for yourself, even with, you know, being an author and looking at conference and having that skill set, leveraging that. I mean, who would have thought writing a book about navigating conference would, would achieve so much, right? But you just leverage something that you traditionally were kind of into. Right. For me, I leveraged my background and like in even though I grew up, you know, grew up in the UK. That background I had in Ghana, I leveraged that quite well. Coming to it just leveraging things that are unique to you, whether it's your sport and sports interest and approaching whatever you're trying to do in a unique manner. And if you leverage your backgrounds and your unique insights really well, it'll help you to navigate that a little bit much more, much better in many ways. And if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? <laughs> I would say. I'd give probably two in many ways, which is, um, you know, asking for help, right? Number one, I, I was quite, I mean, I grew, I played, like I said, I grew up in London. I um, got involved in rugby. I was one of the, I, you know, I was a bit of a, a Hawking, as in, I, you know, I was a big guy, pretty strong, pretty smart. So I was one of those kind of guys that thought I could do everything by myself and thought I knew all that type of thing. But it's quite important to be able to um, just be humble and ask for help, outreach to people and reach out different groups and, you'd be surprised what you can get. I mean, my first investment, you know, um, for my business just came from me reaching out to somebody and asking for help. And for me, I was surprised when it came through, what it did. Um, and also with that in mind to also just start, right? Sometimes we overthink a lot of different things, but if you start even in a small way, you'd be surprised what you can achieve. So we have long-term game, but also just start in a very, very small capacity. When I was 19, when I stopped playing rugby, when I stopped, I could have started some kind of prospect or some kind of business looked into it in a very small way that I, I didn't do at the time. And if I'd done so, I probably would have reached the point I'm at probably a little bit sooner. I just learned so much more in the journey in many ways. And then, so kind of going a little bit down a different path. In your opinion, what's the key to happiness? <laughs> um, the, key, the key to happiness for me, I would say is just sort of tapping into what's, what's uniquely you and just growing within that, right? Sometimes, I mean, they say that self-esteem comes from, I, lo I love this message, right? self-esteem comes from just, if you're walking across the city or town, wherever it is, and you met you, would you be keen to say hello to, who, to you, right? Or as in, would you be proud to say hello to you? You know how you, you know, you're walking through, um, train station or whatever it is and you meet like an old friend or someone sometimes you see somebody you knew 
but you try to like avoid it or try to avoid it because you never know what issue is. But yeah. if you saw you, <laughs> would you genuinely love to talk <laughs> to you? You know, you got you know, you got that friend, I don't know if you those kind of friends where you just saw you're like, Oh my gosh, like I how you doing? It's so good to see you. Like self esteem come from, you know, having that for yourself. Would you love to have seen you? Love to and that also goes back to looking at you and what makes you uniquely you, right? Whether it's your skill or your interest in the past or your background. There's some there's many things that like you know encompass who you are as an individual and you can tap into any one of those things and that could you know help you to and build within that and that would help you gain enormous self-esteem and enormous of pride self-respect and self-confidence and that'll stay starve away any kind of feelings of anxiety depression bipolar issues or i mean there's serious cases there but stop stay with any kind of misery many times that self-esteem provides real real joy and in moments where you kind of have a dark point just have enjoy within that moment. It's, just, it's really, it's really powerful to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm excited for your answer on this one. Cause I, I, I take you as someone who reads a lot. So uh, next one is what's the best book that you've read and what's the number one thing you learned from it? Um, the best book I've read, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, can I, can I give more than one? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, the, it's, I'll give two, right? The best book I read was, um, I think one of them was the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. I think everybody knows about that one. Um, it's very easy to kind of get overwhelmed and look at all the tools and things you Tim Ferriss recommended. But just the overarching principle of, you know, Pareto principle and Parkinson's law of just, you know, focus on the 20% of things that, you know, achieve the 8% results and then giving yourself sort of like timeline and boundaries, giving yourself a deadline is very important. If you have too much time, you probably won't achieve and make it happen. So, and get started. So that book was very, very important for me to, help gain that fin- like start was doing my, my first business and gain that financial independence to, to you know go for bigger 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 and better things and the second one is um man's search for meaning by victor frankl it's about this man who was a holocaust survivor and it's a it's a beautiful book about gaining meaning and i think when it comes to what we do and who we are if you can figure out the meaning within that or find some method of meaning it will kind of you know help you gain that unique motivation unique drive and start with any kind of um, feelings of um, challenges and difficulties that come. So it was very incredible. Far work week and the man search for meaning. But and top two. I agree. Those two books are amazing. Four hour work week is actually the book that got me to drop out of school. After I read that, I was like, yeah, I don't need school anymore. <laughs> <I can do." laughs> um, so I'm, I'm with you. Um, so next one, what's your favorite quote and why? Oh, wow. My favorite quote, uh, let me, what comes to mind? Like I, um, my favorite quote, um, I it's I don't know, I'll, I'll, uh, it's a quote that I I, I probably like, it's, it's my own quote that I wrote, right? And it's it's called um, tech is just a tool, innovation is the goal, right? And the reason why it's my favorite quote right now, as I'm, you know, doing all these programs and summits around these emerging markets, is that oftentimes we get caught up in um, these technologies, right? So uh, I, I did a program in NASA Ames. Um, by Singularity University and do, to talk to us about AI, blockchain, um, nanotech and all these incredible technologies out there. And sometimes we get really caught up in these tools and these technologies and these things to try and make things work and not forgetting that there's a goal behind it all. So going back to that book by Peter Frankel, what's the meaning, what's the goal that you want to achieve and focusing on that side and recognize that everything else that's 
help everything else is even very important is also helping support to achieve that goal so right now if you're starting a business or you're starting any kind of project you have to leverage technology if you're not doing so you're already behind you have to leverage exponential technology like ai and blockchain and the like and space and the, and the like but recognize that those are just still the tools and that's not the goal necessarily all right absolutely yeah no i i actually love that quote man um so last one i got for you where can our audience best uh find you online um my my probably the best point is i i'm very very responsive on linkedin just type in einstein in tim i'm probably the only einstein in tim. that's right <laughs> last in, in tim is n for nancy t for tango i for india and m for mike and just go to meventum.com like m event um so m-e-v-e-t-u-m.com and you find all the summits that we're doing around the world we got programs in Ghana, in Rwanda, in Haiti, in New York, in San Francisco, in China. So just join in. We have a huge short program coming through and come meet incredible people, both, you know, iconic billionaires and everyday folk who are trying to make a huge difference in many ways. Absolutely, man. Dude, thank you again for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. And, you know, I love, I love your work and I've been trying to follow it for a bit more. So thank you very much for what you do as well. And showcasing how people can navigate these event ecosystems. Thanks. Thank you, man. All right.